Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. If you've ever heard, my manager is unfair to me, I need you to reset my HR portal password, or can I write up my employee for crying too much? Welcome to our little safe zone. Welcome to Jaded HR. Welcome to JDN HR, the podcast by two HR professionals who want to help you get through the workday by saying all the things you're thinking, but say them out loud. I'm Warren. And this is Feathers. Right. So I know it, sometime in last week's episodes, I just listened to it on my way home uh, in my car today. I mentioned that last week was going to be a shorty, but we sort of stretched out and it wasn't a shorty. Today will be a shorty. Don't, don't have a lot of topics to, to cover. I haven't been doing my homework uh, lately, so shame on me. But we did get yet another review. So that's two weeks in a row we've got new reviews and another uh, five-star review. This is from Ishsimi, <laughs> I-S-H-S-M-I, Ish, Ishsimi. I don't know. I'm sorry, Ishmi. Uh, but uh, they wrote, joy for my jaded soul. Oh, Warren, hearing you give a piece of your mind to a salesperson for a certain duck representative supplemental insurance company who dropped by and announced brought me to such joy. Thanks for the laughs always. So uh, thank you. We are glad to get these reviews. Leave us a review. We're going to read it on the air. So get those reviews on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you leave. I haven't checked other uh, sites. We still do not. Last I looked, at least we don't have enough reviews on Spotify. To, you have to have like some magic minimum number, like 10 or something. We don't have that many on Spotify. It won't even tell us how many we have until we hit that magic number. So if you're on Spotify and about a third of you do listen on Spotify, go ahead and hit us up with a review and we'll read that one too. So anyways, yeah, so very glad to have a review. And if you can also want to sponsor the show, how uh, you can sponsor us through buy us a beer or Patreon links are in our show notes and on our website. Like I said, I've been working on our website, getting that up to date, but I, I really only have, well, I have, I have two things for today. Uh, I'll start with this one. Well, let's, uh, before, you, before you start there, let's uh, let's honor the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Buffett. Jimmy Buffett, yes. Uh, we have some friends who just happened to be in Key West at the time and made a pilgrimage to Margaritaville, Key West, it looked like, to, to memorize, memorialize him, or however you'd say, to honor him. He taught us the way to uh, make millions of dollars and goof off at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wasted away again in Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the good memories. A lot of a lot of those songs bring back. Boy, this is you know two weeks in a row that we've talked about a celebrity dying. Uh, let's let's drop this. Let's not have a, something to talk about next week with that. So yeah, that that's that is sad. Uh, but boy, it could bring us down and uh, <laughs> see if I can bring us. And you're welcome. Back, uh, back up from that. So. Return to work. It's sort of the the controversial thing right now. In Amazon's CEO Andy Jassy, you know, these headlines, uh, the clickbait headline says he sends a brutal message to remote workers refusing to come back to the office. It's probably not going to work out for you. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's a brutal message. If these companies want their people back in, 
it's for the employee to decide, okay, I still want to work at Amazon or I do not want to work at Amazon. You know, it, it may not be a best practice for Amazon or any of these other companies that are pulling the return to work. I mean, you're reading headlines of it all the time. Whatever company is going to have, you know, 75% of their people back in the office by December 31st. And you see all these headlines. Oh, excuse me. You see these headlines all the time. But, you know, if, if you don't like it, get another job. <laughs> it's stop, like, being, it, stop being logical, Warren. Stop being logical. <laughs> and this is my thing. And I, I, I had this very blunt conversation with an employee once upon a time. It's not your job. It's the company's position that you're filling. And the, the, the company owns the position. It's my job. You can't do this. No, it's not your job in, in that situation. They wanted to argue and I had to sort of put on the mean person uh, face and say, no, no, it's the company's position. You're just the occupant or I, I forget exactly what I said. It was a while ago, but <laughs> well, actually, I like occupant better. Like you're, <laughs> you're, you're just occupant. You're the occupant. Like <laughs> I think I know, use the occupant term. It's just like in a renting renter, renter situation. You're just the occupant. I mean, I can get you guys out. I can pass out. <laughs> Unlike renters, you don't have to give them 30 days notice for eviction or anything. Right. <laughs> renters have more rights than employees. So, I mean, squatters yeah. have even more rights. Oh, <laughs> yeah, squatters. I, there's been some things I haven't read, but I've seen some headlines about squatters here or there. Interest, interesting stuff. Crazy. So, anyways, that, that was something that just the clickbaity headline, it's probably not going to work out for you. Let's. You know, well, well, it may not work out for Amazon. Who knows? But I got a feeling it'll work out for them. So also, I'm on a, a week or so ago, Suzanne Lucas uh, wrote an article for Inc. Magazine. And she was somebody on X slash Twitter. His name is at Adam Karpiak asked the question, what's the stupidest interview question you've ever been asked? And some of these weren't so stupid, but so uh, this person was interviewing for a vice president of sales for a software as a service organization. And uh, Suzanne Lucas says, well, the, the question was, sell me this pen, was asked to a candidate for VP of sales, not an entry level salesperson, the VP of sales. And it wasn't even for a tangible product, it's software as a service. So anyway, Suzanne Lucas wrote, uh, I should ask him for their track record of a poor Boy, track record of performance, especially for VP position, asking for documents and references and things like that. And, you know, sell me this pin wouldn't be a bad question for an entry level or someone who's physically selling something. Uh, maybe not for a software as a service, but either way, it's a sales position. It's, I, I don't think that that's an awful question to ask. Uh, so another. You had me curious. I just Googled like the worst questions to ask. And they were some of the ones that like were typically asked pre in previous worlds. They were asked like my favorite, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in five years in your job? Motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this one's pretty good. How, how did your childhood shape your professional life? I well, could say so many things that I would these, get me canceled. <laughs> they're my toys. So you don't fucking touch them. <laughs> like, especially like show my age when Ewoks came out. Oh, hell yeah. No, I had Ewok. Uh-uh. 
I was playing <laughs> while you walk. <laughs> like that just sounds bad in context, but like no, <laughs> don't touch the feathers. Ewok. <laughs> I like this one. What would your arch nemesis say about you? Ooh, now I do like that one. What would my arch nemesis? I don't. Well, I don't think I have an arch nemesis. Uh, I don't think I don't think I do either. But I I would hope they would call me an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he foils me around every corner. Trapped him. <laughs> right. <laughs> What would your former manager say about you? Probably say, oh, he's an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, this is always a good one. What three items would you bring to a deserted island? (sighs) That one always makes me... Satellite, telephone. (laughs) Yeah, satellite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Or the superhero question. What superhero would you be? Um, Oh, here's your your salesperson question. Imagine you've been pulled over for speeding. How do you try to get out of the ticket? Start flirting with the officer. <laughs> right? That's what I was thinking, too. Slowly unzipping my jacket. <laughs> oh, okay. Batman or Robin, which one are you? I just don't think I could pull out that Robin outfit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, first of all, I don't think you could pull off either one, to be honest with you. Just being honest. I've known you for a long time, my friend. But no. Do you see me on Saturday, baby? I can't. I can't pull off either one of them, or I don't. I don't. If I want to pull off the Robin one, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. These are just funny. Um, so I cut you off. What were you gonna? Oh no, no, no. Uh, those are more fun than these. These are those are a lot more fun than these. You took the wind out of my sails. Yours are so much better. <laughs> a, a manager asked a, a female applicant, "What level of coverage do you require?" She replied, "You're not allowed to ask about partners and children." And they, he said, well, I'm just asking from a financial standpoint. And so she replies, so you're going to uh, base uh, whether you're going to offer me a job or not on uh, whether how much benefits I'm going to take. So it was, it was, it was, yours was much better. I should have done a feed spot search or something like that. Uh, or if you were a tree, what type of tree <laughs> would you be? <laughs> Here we go. Would you rather fight? 100 duct size horses or one horse size duck. What? Oh, let me read this out again. Would you rather fight 100 duck size horses or one horse size duck? Uh, I mean, laws and numbers would say I wouldn't want to fight 100, 100 versus, versus one. Um, but dear God, one A horse size duck. duck. <laughs> that motherfucker would tear my ass off. <laughs> like, basically, they're so calm and reserved up top, and those damn legs are just whipping my ass across the field. <laughs> like, uh, uh, that I must be keep, a question for the dispensary. <laughs> I couldn't even keep a straight face if I had. I, I, I no. Uh, you know that might be a good icebreaker question, just to f with a candidate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? <laughs> like just to get the look on someone's face. I, I I would have to have I, I would have to have like my camera off Zoom or something like that because I wouldn't be able to like keep a straight get a, a straight, straight face. face. <laughs> um, here's here's a, here's a good one: red or yellow? Red or yellow? Hmm. Going for red. What's that uh, mean? Um, that's rage. <laughs> rage. <laughs> hey, that's perfect for me. <laughs> so at least I think yellow is like calm, but it's like, 
I don't know, um, calm, like baby blues, I, calm, or I don't know, I turquoise. Mean, like, I feel like red is like a warning sign. Um, <laughs> Danger, I mean, Will Robinson. Yeah, right. If you were a brand, what would your motto be? Um, do your fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> uh, I changed that my LinkedIn profile from don't contact me for solicitations to don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What's good? It applies for everything. Oh, this is good. This is good. I'm I'm afraid to go into Reddit and see what those questions are because I can only imagine oh. the path it would take in, in Reddit because you just there's the, the filter. I know the people who use Reddit, the filter is gone. Yeah. And I think half the, the answers on Reddit are just pure BS anyway. Mm-hmm. And and it's, you know, lesser you know, stepchild, step cousin, whatever you want to call it is Quora, and it's even worse there. Oh, it's it's quite funny. So this will be a good one. Do you believe in Bigfoot? I believe no, but I believe in the Sasquatch. <laughs> uh, it's, I believe in the Yeti. Yeti, it's aloof. <laughs> uh, gosh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's aloof. You know, uh, have you ever spent any time watching on I don't know what channel it is, but finding Bigfoot? Just a no, bunch you're, of, for, you're you're forgetting your ass. The person doesn't watch TV. Yeah, you don't watch TV. You got to just for pure entertainment purposes. Watch. I watch one episode with my son of Finding Bigfoot. It's just these old dudes running around in the woods. I heard something. I heard something over there. But they make a whole series out of finding something that doesn't exist. <laughs> so again, I ask the question often: What decisions we make wrong in our life? <laughs> like. For two HR professionals who just make a podcast about bitching about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we're, we're, we're underpaid, we're overworked, and we're making fun of it. Welcome to HR. Please keep this as a profession. <laughs> Actually, it, leave. It, gives, it gives me job security. I can finally get a bigger title. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Here's another, so, so, here's another one. Have you ever been on a boat? I've been on a, yeah, I've been on a boat. Why would that be a, an interview question? Are you in the middle of the Sahara Desert? Have you been on a boat? You've never... <laughs> I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> well, there's so many people who own boats and... Oh, I know. I, I just, yeah. I, 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 all right. What's the color of, what's the color of money? Green. I don't know. Is that? I don't know. It's a movie. I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't. I don't know what they're looking for as an answer. Yeah. My favorite is always when I'm interviewing and you have the hiring manager who clearly asks an illegal question, and the, just the look I'm giving them, like you mother of, like I cannot believe you just asked that question. I had one time where I walked back in on an interview and I literally threw my pen, my pencil, my notebook at them. What? 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 There's what I knew. And I'm like, starting by the questions you asked. Oh, yeah, that was bad, wasn't it? Yes, that one was really bad. I had now in the interview, you know, start with the tell me a little bit about yourself question. And she says, oh, well, I have three kids. And she's going to just tell her about herself. Oh, tell me, are they boys, girls? Tell me about your kids. And he's like, they had like, I'm like, Dane, stop. And I'm like trying to interject myself. Stop. Let's get back on track here. Right. And she was, they were both having a good old conversation. I mean, there was no malice involved. He was just, he's a, a, 
just a silly old man, I guess you'd say, who, who he would genuinely wanted to know. He genuinely cared about this this person's children and, and things like that. But, you know, she ended up getting a job still, but it thank, was just like, oh, this was a, yeah, <laughs> this was a bad question. Here you go. Why is a tennis ball fuzzy? I do not know. I mean, my hair is a little fuzzy because I haven't cut it in a couple of days. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm overdue myself. <laughs> Why is a tennis ball fuzzy? No, nothing beats the duck and horses. <laughs> That's my favorite. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm copying and pasting that one sent to some colleagues in the morning. That uh, that's the title of this episode. Would you rather fight a hundred? <laughs> that's going to be the title of the episode: a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck. duck. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not a Canadian geese. It's a Canadian geese are. Oh, those are assholes. Those are assholes. Ay ay ay. Anyways. God. Well, I have I have one story for today, and we're probably this may not even be a shorter yet after all. It was just because we just randomly went off on a on a tangent, but it was a great tangent, perfect tangent. So, the number one story I wanted to talk about today is just how stupid can employees be? And every time you think you get to the point where nope, you're going, you know, we're, we've reached rock bottom. There's nowhere else to go. They keep digging. They keep digging, and they keep digging. So we had a situation. So part of our company's onboarding process is we have all employees complete what we call a travel profile. And in that, we collect all their airline mile reward numbers, their hotel reward numbers, and uh, all those places. Because when you travel for us, they get to keep their stuff. And our travel team will actually put it in under your reward number. So you get points rewards. Yeah, it's great. And it it is a little extra work for our travel team, but it it overall works out. Well, this employee started just about a year ago, never completed his travel profile. And we have at least two times documented that we asked him to complete a travel profile. So last week, this dude sends an email to the travel team assistant, who is also my assistant. I, I, I share my assistant with travel, security, HR, a few other places. She spread sort of thin. But anyways, it's also my assistant. And he is just ranting about her stealing his reward points for herself and da, 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 da. And going on. So now this this is where it gets interesting. Somehow he got Expedia to give him her travel rewards, how much travel rewards money she has. And she has, and she's a travel assistant. She books these all the time. She has two hundred thirty whopping dollars of travel rewards in her account. And what we do, uh, she says, what she does with the money that she uses. Sometimes we need to spend a little of those travel rewards points to get the cost under per diem, so yep. it'll fit under contract. Yeah. And that's when she uses those travel rewards points. And she has her own personal, and she has her company one. Well, anyways, it goes on and on. And he sent screenshots of these and he says, these are all mine. These belong to me. And just if you don't know, and it's now another company, they changed their names. I looked at my Expedia profile. I spent just spent three nights out in the mountains of Tennessee. And I think I earned less or I know it was less than $5 of how much I earned for three nights in a hotel out there. You're not earning a ton of money. So to get $230 was is pretty fair, I guess, and over some time. But he thinks those now belong to him. And he goes on to demand that 
Uh, he's trying to finally now take his family vacation. He finds out he doesn't have any rewards points or anything. So he wants the company to pay for his hotel room for a two-week vacation in Miami. Uh, we just tell him no. And there's a whole bunch of <laughs> uh, exchanges in this. And he's he's absolutely not professional. He's very insulting, very rude, just being an ass overall. But in one of those uh, emails, she attaches her email saying, hey, I need you to complete your travel profile. I need you to treat, complete your, she attached twice. Um, and he, yet he didn't. So this email goes back and forth through a while. And then he replies, well, I'm going to let HR and upper management know. Her reply was gold star answer. Let me help you with that. And she replied to the whole thing to me, the COO, the VP of his division, and his immediate manager. She sent the whole message. Let me help you with that. And she did. And I got, now that I'm involved, I I just say, hey, you back out of this conversation. We'll handle it. He's just being an ass. So anyways, I get in a verbal conversation with our COO. And I said to my COO, if this is the hill, you want, the hill he wants to die on, I'll put us all out of his misery. Just give me the word. It doesn't matter. Uh, but if he chooses to, to, to die on this hill, this is the dumbest hill to die on, uh, that you can make your stand on to die on. And I'm just like, of all the things that's going to trigger you, a few hotel reward points and, and things like that. And this is also funny. Uh, the VP of his division, who is a Michigan alum, and we, he's been, he gave me a hard time today. And I always cried at work because he was giving me a hard time about Michigan beating East Carolina. And my feelings were hurt. But it was, <laughs> he, he told the person's manager, he goes, Orn's pissed off. We need to fix this before he does. <laughs> <laughs> That's a VP saying that. So anyways, I was, but of all the things, there's plenty of times where you need to stand your ground and. I'm, I'm, but reward points when you didn't fill out a trifle profile when given to it once and reminded twice, hell no, you're, you're an idiot and you want the company to pay for a whole two week vacation for you and your family. Yeah. Fuck you. Anyways, that is, that, that's just the idiocy that I had to deal with recently. I'm just like, give me a flipping break people. Sometimes I wish we could go back to like gold stars. I wish I just had a packet of gold stars. Cause I would just send one to your assistant and be like, that's a gold star response. <laughs> like, like you earned a gold star today. Like, I know it would. I know it would dramatically help my ego sometimes when I'm getting my ass kicked over budget things or something else, and I'm like, it's not my fault. I'm just the middleman. Like a manager, would be like, here's a gold star. You're doing good feathers. Hang in there, buddy. Like I can. Like, I worked for a very brief time with this HR director, and she went. She went to like. Costco, Sam's Club, whatever, and bought these giant bulk packs of 100 grain bars, candy bars. And she'd go around like that, uh, giving people, even for nothing, giving them, oh, here's 100 grand, here's 100 grand, you know, anyways, being silly and crazy. And she was, she was like the, the kindergarten teacher, fuzzy HR sweater wearing lady, though, it was a people person and, and things like that. It was very early in my career, but I was crazy. I mean, so, but I like those candy bars. So if uh, she wants to send me some, I'll send her my address. <laughs> yeah, she. I, we didn't work too long together. She left for greener pastures, I guess. Uh, not Amazon. Too long I <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't even know where she is. I see her on my LinkedIn pop up on my LinkedIn for suggestions every once in a blue moon. But anyways. So, anyways, that's all I've got for today. You know what? This is longer than our last episode, so this won't be a shorty either. <laughs> Damn those ducks. Uh, 
Damn those ducks. Yeah. You know? But a uh, best practice for a day. Think hard about whether you want a hundred <laughs> duck sized horses or one uh, horse sized well, duck. duck. Think hard. That you, that you have to fight. That you have to fight to the death. So. <laughs> for our job <laughs> at amazon no i'm just kidding sorry amazon <laughs> i still order from you my apologies <laughs> yeah yeah so that's your best practice for today as uh, our intro is andrew culpa and the uh, music is devil to devil by the underscore orchestra so now i'll say as always i'm warren and this is feathers and we're helping you survive hr one what the fuck moment at a time